is Jessica Lombardo and I'm Editor-in-Chief of Asphalt Contractor and Pavement Maintenance Magazines. Today we are going to talk with Matthew Graves, who is the Director of Marketing at Work in America. He's going to discuss how their company has come out even stronger after COVID. Can't wait to see what he has to say. Hi Matt, thanks for joining us. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about yourself and how long you've been in the industry and how long you've been at Work in America? Sure. So my name is Matt Graves. I'm the Director of Marketing Communications here at Work in America. I've been with Work in the working group for just over three years now, but I am no stranger to the heavy construction industry. I've been in the industry for well over 20 years. I used to work for a local dealer selling working equipment. Great. So COVID-19 has impacted all of our lives and it started as we were coming out of Con Expo last year. So you're coming home from Con Expo and what did Work in America do to keep employees safe and adapt to the pandemic? Coming out of Con Expo, that was a very dynamic time. If you remember, things were changing. It seemed like daily, the information that we were getting. The show was closed a day early just so that people could break down their booths and start getting home safely. The first thing that we did was quarantined our the employees that were there at the show for that 14-day period. During that time, our senior leadership, our human resources, were all listening to the recommendations that were coming from our local health officials and the CDC and swiftly started to put into to place policies around social distancing, mask wearing, things like that in the office. Yeah, so I know that at a time your office actually shut down to allow employees to work from home if they didn't feel comfortable. So how did you go about transitioning employees to working from home and how did they adapt to that? Yeah, so thankfully, the, one of the neat things about working at Workin is it seems like we're always a step ahead. So we have a very mobile workforce to begin with. The VPNs and the IT infrastructure was already in place to be able to perform most of our daily responsibilities. Thankfully, with Microsoft 365, we already had teams in place and none of us understood or, or realized how important teams was going to be in our life for the next 365 days. But just going forward, it, it's been crazy. Yeah. And this style of work has actually helped improve some aspects of culture at a lot of places. And how have employees proved that at Work in America? Yeah, our group adapted really, really well. I would say that we have a very close-knit community that is Work in America. So we rapidly changed to the way that we were going to have to now do work. We never completely shut down um, the office because parts and service obviously can't be done remotely. But the parts continue to flow, the service requests continue to be handled, and that was primarily done by reducing the size of the number of people that were coming in for shifts, making sure that we were social distancing, making sure that we were wearing masks, and following all the, the recommended CDC guidelines. It was really neat because it forced us into embracing the work at home culture for a lot of the people inside of our organization. So marketing, for instance, or even the folks that handle parts calls could now work from home. In some instances, it made us even more productive because you didn't have distractions that, that exist day to day in the office. But at the same time, it was challenging because your family are now your new coworkers, as opposed to being able to lean over your cube and ask somebody for, for advice or help you with a question. So you mentioned parts and service that didn't stop and work in America's motto has always been close to our customers. 
Obviously, during times of social distancing, that can pose a challenge. So talk to me a little bit more about how Work in America adapted to this and how you guys really worked hard to ensure that all customers still had their needs met. Because construction didn't stop. No, construction didn't stop. If anything, in some states, it increased because with the reduced um, uh, amount of traffic, there were some DOTs that said, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna let more projects and we're gonna try to get more done with less congestion on the road. For us, the most important support that we provide is parts, service, and technical expertise. So like you said, parts never stopped flowing. Our parts support people continued to take phone calls just like they had pre-COVID. If the machines needed technical support and it couldn't be handled virtually, then that was considered essential travel. So those technicians would go out to the job site and get it done. We are very much a close to our customers organization. We're close to our dealers. We're close to our end users. We only um, sent somebody if it was absolutely necessary. But we found other ways of staying close to our customers. And I think that was what really, for me, was the exciting part, was we came up with creative new ways to stay close to our customers. Excellent. And so transitioning to talk a little bit more about Work in America Center for Training and Technology. Obviously, COVID has impacted in-person events quite a bit. And training is something that has always been a hands-on thing for Work in America. So how are you guys really working hard to make sure that your customers are still getting the training that they need? That's an excellent question. Because training is so crucial in our industry, one of the things that is essential is making sure that with technical equipment, you have the right technical training for both application and for service, etc. We kind of broke it down into sections. Marketing started working on a webinar series to be able to stay in front of our customers with the latest innovations and technologies coming from Workin, Google, Aham, Kleeman, our four brands. Our CTT, Center for Training and Technology, our curriculum coordinators immediately jumped on to virtual training classes. So they started putting together virtual training classes. For service training, sometimes that can only be done hands-on. For a short period of time, we closed the CTT, but we started going out to customers, to customer locations and to dealer locations to do in-person training. But again, very small class sizes, usually done in a shop. So you weren't in an enclosed space, lots of flow, again, masks, social distancing, all the things that are important to not to maintain the spread. Then when we were able to open up the CTT and start having customers come in, a lot of the times that was our local customers or our local dealers who didn't have to travel as far. And again, we limited class sizes, made sure that we were only bringing so many people into the building at one time. So just really taking the necessary precautions to make sure everybody was staying safe. Absolutely. And the Working Center for Training and Technology is the one place that I have traveled since this all started, and I felt completely safe there. So you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Transitioning now to World of Concrete, that is the first olive out of the jar, the first trade show that will be moving forward in the construction industry since this all started. And Work in America has normally gone to that show, but you guys decided not to this year. And can you talk to me a little bit more about why not and COVID and everything like that? Yeah, absolutely. COVID obviously was first and foremost in our mind. When you have shows like that, there's a lot of people coming in. There's a lot of opportunity for exposure. And first and foremost in our mind is the health, health and safety of our employees. Second, because of when 
the show was postponed to, that's just six months prior, prior to the next to World of Concrete 2022, which of course we're really excited about because by then, hopefully the majority of the population is vaccinated, vaccinated, excuse me, and it'll just be a safer environment for everyone. I'm sure that the show is going to take every necessary precaution to make sure that all their attendees are safe, but we just personally felt like we would wait for 2022. We also heard from a lot of our contractors that because that falls right in the middle of the poor season, they're going to be busy, they're going to be hard at work and probably won't be able to attend the show either. Well, we certainly look forward to 2022. As do we all. So one year into this, over a year now, what lessons has Work in America learned that they're going to keep moving forward with out of this whole pandemic? So as you mentioned earlier, close to our customers is very important to us. I think embracing the the technology tools that we really have had forced on us by the pandemic mm-hmm. is going to be really a game changer for us. I mean, we're going to unnecessary travel that you can do with video conferencing. A lot of the things that we've learned, ways to communicate more efficiently and effectively, we're going to continue to utilize. Now, that does not mean that we're not going to get out in front of our customers. We love, 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 love live events, live trainings, live marketing opportunities. So when the opportunity arises, we are going to be right back to in front of our customers because that's really where the relationships are formed, but I think one of our key takeaways is the efficiencies that we have discovered through our electronic technology, we're going to continue to embrace. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time, Matt, today, and we look forward to seeing you at in-person events soon. Look forward to it, Jess. Thanks. Thanks.